Houston Star of Hope Mission brings you a moment of hope. Could you spare a little hope today? Hi, this is Scott Arthur. There are many ways to help the homeless in the least of these, but Blair Bentley has a recipe for hope that reaches out to children and adults alike. Her nonprofit is called Homemade Hope. And it's all about cooking, serving, and enjoying family, especially during the holiday season, and especially at Thanksgiving, when families traditionally gather around the table to enjoy a home-cooked meal. Now, Blair and her volunteer team have been teaching cooking classes to homeless children and teens here at Star of Hope. The students have been learning how to prepare dishes to be served as a Thanksgiving meal just before the big day. I got to speak to her prior to the holiday meal being served to the parents and the siblings of the class participants, and then I was invited to attend the dinner. Because of homemade hope, families got to sit down at a table and enjoy a turkey dinner with all the fixings in a homeless facility. A touch of tradition and normalcy with a generous sprinkling of hope. So Blair, you've got volunteering in your blood. I mean, isn't it in your family? Yes, um, I've been volunteering at Star of Hope since high school. My mom ran an organization called ArtBridge that um, does art therapy programs and shelters. And I've been volunteering with her, and this has just been in my blood. Um, it's something I love to do, and um, working with these kids is really close to my heart. You've, you've put together something called Homemade Hope, which is such an intriguing title. Homemade Hope... Um, is a program we go in and we do cooking activities with kids. Um, We teach them about nutrition. We teach them how to prepare a healthy meal. We get their families involved. Um, We have a big focus around the holidays because for a lot of these kids who live in shelters, they don't have kitchens. They don't, they're not able to cook a holiday meal together and develop those traditions because of um, lack of stability and meal is a very much part of the holidays. Cooking's always been my voice in my family. I've been cooking for my family since I was in middle school. I mean, in middle school, I was brining turkeys, making hand-painted place settings for everybody. Um, It really built my confidence, and I think that it's something that really builds confidence in kids. They're able to finish something, create something, and finish it. In a short period of time, they're also able to eat it and share it with their family, which I think that whole process of being able to share it Um, really builds confidence, and I can see the pride in the kids and in their families. Tell me how you brought this concept to Star of Hope. We started working with the teens. That was our first Star of Hope class um, during their life skills program, Uh, and the teens do an um, intensive cooking workshop where they learn how to prepare a three-course meal. They learn how to chop. We have different chefs that have come into it, and they have different units where they've learned international cooking and different types of foods. I mean, this is a, we want them to be able to uh, learn how to cook and prepare their own meals. Okay, so you're talking about here on the premises at Cornerstone Community, they actually cook. I mean, there is a room where they will prepare meals and learn how to cook? Yes, they cook. Um, we hold the classes in the cafeteria and they are there cooking. Um, we bring in a lot of electric skillets and things like that, and they also can go in and use the kitchen on occasion. Um, but yeah, everything takes place at Star of Hope. I would imagine you don't have a lot of guys in that class. We actually do have quite a few guys because cooking has really changed. Um, you know, guys. There are so many celebrity chefs now that I feel like it's become something that's kind of cool to these guys. And you can, I really, I've seen actually some of the guys are, you know, their knife skills are better than some of the girls. 
but no, it's we try to include everybody. We don't want it to be something that's, you know, cooking is for girls. We want everybody to be involved. So take me through an average class. So I, I walk into the classroom, which is the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And what happens then? Well, we basically lay out all different stations with different recipes, and the kids then take part in um, doing all the prep work. And they, you know, it's very hands-on. So we're talking to them, kind of cooking the way a family would. I mean, we sit around and we chop and we teach them about cook about the process, but we also chat and you know get to really open up and talk to each other. And then once the meal's prepared, we all sit together. We pray together, and then we eat the meal together. And again, we sit and talk like a family would. And then after, the kids usually always share, um, save some of the food to share with their families. So when the parents pick them up, they'll like, you know, sit together as a little family and eat together as well, which is so special. It is special. So tell me, you're cooking and counseling, basically. It, it sounds like culinary therapy. Yes. Well, you know, people say food is love and, you know, very much like soul food. I mean, this is something where we hope that it's more than just the food that we can, you know, really touch these kids and um, they can feel that nurturing aspect of a home cooked meal. Which they don't usually get. Right. Because at Star of Hope, they don't have kitchens um, in their rooms. So they don't get that opportunity to have a home cooked meal. Um, They eat, you know, a lot of times with other families. So this is a really nice opportunity for them to, you know, get that that time together. And many of them come from broken families where they are going from kitchen to kitchen and couch to couch and and they just don't have that that special concept of a home-cooked meal which is more than just food for the body it's food for the soul as well. Right Um, the food part of it the kids love they love learning about new ingredients I've gotten them to try things like we made mac and cheese, but they made it with butternut squash instead of, you know, a cream sauce. And so I've seen them just like, actually, they'll tell me that they don't like something. Then by the end of the class, you know, they're trying it and these, this food is good for them. And it also, you know, we talk to them and really reach them on a, on a deeper level. Do they get a chance to pick the menu? I definitely take their input. Um, sometimes they love to bake. So if they had their way, they would be doing a dessert every time. And we try to limit sugar. That's, a you know, something that I really try to limit. And we do some special baking around the holidays. But, yeah, they, I use their input and kind of tweak, tweak what if they want. If they say they want a burger, we'll do a turkey burger. Or we'll try to do something a little bit different. Try and be nutritious about the whole thing. Right. So take me back again to this therapy. This is fascinating. I never considered that. And this is a great reason for the program. So when you're baking, when you're cooking, when you're sitting around enjoying the meal, you're talking about life. You're talking about each other's experiences. Yes. I mean, if you think of the way you, a family cooks together and eats together, and it's very much the time where you share and you talk about your day and you talk about the things that have gone on. I mean, there's a reason people gather around food and they'll, you know, go on a first date with food or meet their family and have food. Food brings people together and it's something very nurturing. And, um, you know, we try to, to make food something that can bring all these kids together and something that they, we, we sit around and talk and it's amazing. For folks who are homeless, sometimes the season, especially a season like November or December, 
is bittersweet because they want to celebrate, but they don't have a lot to celebrate or a lot to celebrate with. But it seems you have changed that. I feel like for kids and families in shelter, the holidays can sometimes be a reminder of the things that they don't have and um, the, the fact that like, they're not, they don't have decorations and they're not, you know, at their own home where they're doing these, you know, things, these childhood, experiencing these childhood joys and these traditions. And um, we really want them to be able to develop those traditions. And so many of those traditions come around, are centered around food. Um, so with Star of Hope has been so wonderful in helping us set up these programs and, you know, we're able to have these amazing holiday celebrations where they're they're making gingerbread houses or Thanksgiving, they're having a family meal, those traditions that every child should experience. Okay, I'm smelling food. How did we prepare for this? What did you do? Well, the kids, we started by planning the menu. And the kids, one thing I was not going to have on the menu was mac and cheese, but the kids insisted we can't have Thanksgiving without mac and cheese. So that's when we decided on the butternut squash mac and cheese, which... Some of them were a little hesitant, but they ended up loving it. So we have a menu of a lot of delicious, healthier versions of your your traditional um, Thanksgiving dishes. Um, And then they also help with planning and making the decor because they made placemats um, that we had laminated. And so they can take those. And hopefully that can be a tradition where they, you know, put that out at their Thanksgiving dinners to come. So... For tonight, have you made the turkey off campus and you're bringing it in? And what have you, they've actually made here? So the the things, the turkey we made off campus and are bringing it in, um, the recipes that the kids learned are the mac and cheese, the cornbread dressing, and they learned how to make pumpkin pie parfaits that have pumpkin with Greek yogurt and granola. Really tasty and healthy. That's, that's amazing. It really is. And the guys are into this, huh? The guys are. I mean, the guys, they call themselves chefs, and they give them little high fives and little <laughs> fist pumps, and they, they're excited. I mean, I see the, guy, the guys are definitely into it. It's something that we, like we said, food brings people together, all different types of people, and yeah, I don't think that there's one. I think that some, it's something that touches all, us all. That is so cool. And um, are you going to be doing something for Christmas and also for the rest of this year and into next? Yes, we will definitely be um, doing gingerbread houses at Christmas. That's a big deal. The kids love those. I don't, part of it is, these kids do very elaborate gingerbread houses. I've had some put pools and, you know, things like that in their houses. But I think it's also that fantasy of this house that they get to create. So that's one special tradition that we always do. And then we learn more Christmas recipes and have, have a Christmas celebration for them as well. That's amazing. Okay, I can't stand it any longer. I smell the food. I can smell that turkey is wonderful. I can hear them giggling. And they've invited uh, their parents as well, right? Yes, so they have their parents and siblings. So we're including the entire family and hopefully they can sit together um, as their family. And we've set up smaller tables for them so the families can sit together and it's a chance for them to relax and really get that time together to share a meal. Well, I have been invited to share the meal with them. It's been prepared in part by 8- to 12-year-olds. The parents have been invited and their brothers and sisters, too. Now, as I go down the hall and into the cafeteria, that dinner smell is getting stronger. In the front of the cafeteria-slash-classroom, a half a dozen volunteers from Homemade Hope stand by tables full of, well, let's see, apple and pecan pie and 
And behind the buffet line, they are featuring ham and turkey and mac and cheese and spinach and hot biscuits and gravy and, of course, stuffing. The tables are beginning to fill up, and one mom and her daughter are just kind of sitting there patiently. Is your son one of the cooks tonight? Yes, I love the fact that he's learning how to be domesticated and also be in the kitchen as well as do his part in school as well. I'm going to enjoy this meal knowing that he helped prepare it. So do you think your brother has cooked a good meal? I think it might be good. At another table, a cute little girl in a pink dress is all excited. So what are you going to eat tonight? A big turkey. And I want some dressing, muffins, and desserts. There's not only siblings at the table, but in the volunteer line as well. Blair's sister, Brooke, looks right at home, carrying on the family tradition of giving back to others. So Blair, what's your story? So I've been working with my sister for four years. Uh, I was very part-time in the beginning because I had another job. I worked in television. Um, but for the last two years, I've really just worked in Homemade Hope. And um, this was her baby, and this was all her idea. But it's, it was so incredible seeing how much these children enjoyed making food and what that did for their self-esteem, what that did for them as far as a family unit. They were able to sit down and share a meal together. And it really not only brings the family together, but it, it gives them the confidence to want to do their schoolwork so that they can come to Homemade Hope. Well, now it's time to bless the food. Everybody bows their heads and thanks the Lord for what we're about to receive. And now all God's children say, Amen. All right, everyone, dinner is served. We have turkey and ham stuffing, mac and cheese, and cream spinach. So everyone, bring your appetites. Here's a Star of Hope resident just coming back from the buffet line. What you got there? I have macaroni and cheese, and I think that it's sweet with a little bit of squash for the cheese, so it's healthy. And I also have cornbread dressing with gravy and cranberry sauce. I have cream spinach. And I also have honey baked ham and turkey. So what does a Thanksgiving meal mean to you today? Well, it's, it's nourishment, but also, um, you know, it shows that we're not zero. You know, it really shows that there are people that have your back and there are people that love you, you know, the way that they should love. Well, I'm, I'm thankful to be here because we didn't have to. We were at the end of the road. We could have been in the car or under a bridge. So I'm very thankful. I'm also thankful for this meal. Um, it's so nice. It's so lovely. Um, I'm, I'm the cook in the family, so it's really tough when you can't cook in your own kitchen. So it's really nice. I'm thankful to have both of my children with me. Um, we've been through some milestones, but we're alive. We're breathing every day, and I'm so thankful to all the wonderful people who make this possible. In addition to helping cook the meal, some of the children drew placemats featuring the family tree. 
So how about you? What did you draw? Oh, it's like two trees, and then it got like clouds in the sky, and it say all the things I'm thankful for. Not for friends, a roof, a roof over my head, family, school, faith, for being, I'm thankful for being thankful. I'm thankful for being in band. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for health. I'm, I'm thankful for, like, uh, school and my mom and dad. Over there on table five, there's a young lady sitting quietly okay. enjoying dinner time with her daughter. What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? I am very thankful. Uh, I'm very, for one, very thankful to be alive. Uh, no matter what our situation is, we're here. We're here for a reason. And I'm very grateful that uh, no matter what, I still, me and my daughter still uh, get to enjoy our holidays. So, yeah, I'm very thankful for that. How about you, little one? What are you thankful for? Eh. I'm thankful for hair, health, and water. Okay. Over on table 17, there's a gentleman with his children. Hi. Can you tell us about your family? Um, I have uh, two boys, one girl. The girl's the oldest. We're just here enjoying the experience that we have in here, and it's an awesome place. So this is your official Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, this is our Thanksgiving dinner. Um, which looks delicious, and um, which I'm very appreciative of, because uh, as of right now, we ain't got no place to have no Thanksgiving. Um, so I'm really honored and appreciative of it. Well, you know, we're so glad you're with us, but you're spending Thanksgiving away from home. How are the kids handling that? Well, I like to teach my kids that uh, home is wherever you make it. And right now, this is where we so happen to be until we get a place of our own. So we have um, grown to uh, look at it as a community uh, since we've been here. We uh, gain relationships with other people. So it's kind of like the people we see every day is kind of like family. So that's how I explain it to them. How about you? How's dinner? I think it's good. I have everything here. I like the ham and the bread. And that's it. Over here on table two is baby's first Thanksgiving. This little guy is 10 weeks old. Barbara, you and your family have been going through some really tough times. How does this Thanksgiving compare to others that you've experienced? It's actually better because I know we're starting over and everything's gonna be way better here on out. Like, I know it's going to be way better, so that's why it's, this is good for us, really good. Last uh, Thanksgiving, we ate downtown Houston, where the big long line is. I'm not sure what it's called, because I'm originally from here, but we were in the car then at that time. So, yeah, that was, it was pretty rough, but, you know, this one, this is different this year, because I know we're going places we're actually doing things to get out of the situation well most of the tables are being cleared now some of the homemade volunteers are sitting down for the first time tonight oh and here's oliver stevenson oliver what are your thoughts about tonight it's a hard situation to be without someone to live especially when you have children and probably the the biggest thing that kids miss and 
is the family aspect of life. And to bring all of these families together from different places, this is a real Thanksgiving because these people are from every walk of life, but they all have one thing in common, and that is that they're in need. So they come together. This is the true spirit of Thanksgiving. I love that y'all allowed us to do this. Well, I think Oliver said it all. After attending the dinner, I went home and added about 10 more items to my list of things for which to be thankful. And I will never sit down at another holiday meal without thinking of the strength and faith of our clients and residents and the unselfish giving of the volunteers who help us serve them. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. That's it for now. Until next time, keep a soul full of joy and a heart filled with hope. A Moment of Hope is produced and presented by the Star of Hope Mission, ending homelessness one life, one family at a time by providing services to more than 1,000 homeless men, women, and children each day in Houston. For more information or to donate to the Star of Hope Mission, please visit sohmission.org.